Yo, welcome back. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. Now, this, what you're about to hear is part two of our two part episode of me and the homie Northside Doug from the Struggle Plate podcast. And we're talking about our 20 favorite hip hop producers of all time. Now, again, this is part two. So in part one, we gave you our picks 20 through 11. So if you haven't heard that part yet, go back and listen to it right now. Just stop what you're doing and put this one on pause. (laughs) Go back and listen to part one. If you heard part one, then you definitely want to listen to part two as Doug and I go back and forth with our picks 10 through one, as well as some honorable mention picks for our hip hop producers list. So we'll pick the conversation up as Doug and I going back and forth. So sit tight and let's get to the podcast. Let's get it. Um, so let's switch it up. Give me your number 10 and we'll go from you to me and on down the line. So. All right. Right. Here's the, here was the list where I started moving and rearranging things. Once we got to 10, Uh-oh. once we got to 10, Uh-oh. I was like, Oh, this don't, this don't belong here. Oh, should I be biased? They're going to be mad. Nah, fuck that. Who cares? Who gives a shit, man? Yeah, Cause it's, it's one person that I haven't, I'm, I'm interested. I, I'm sure that they're going to be on your, in your top 10. I just, I'm interested to see where they're going to be. All right. So number 10, this is, this is, this is where we shake the room. All okay, right. Okay. Literally the only rapper that I can relate to my favorite rapper. I've broken down the most songs from him on my podcast because that's what I do. I mm-hmm. break down songs in this man. I've probably broken down five or six songs. I'm talking about the one, the only, Jermaine Cole mm. coming in at number 10. Mm. Cole World. All I got to say is this, man. All I got to say is this. All Jay-Z did was sign him. He did the rest of it on his own. Mm. All right? That's all I got to say. That's all <laughs> I got to say. He did the rest of it on his own. All right, because Beanie Siegel pissed him off. Memphis Bleak pissed him off, but Cole, he stayed forward. And my favorite song from J. Cole, <sighs> he's like a combination. It's funny because Cole says that he is Nas influenced, mm-hmm. Nas and Pac influenced, but his production style is 100% Kanye West. And he flipped the only soul song that I know. And this song, my favorite song from Cole is Wet Dreams. Mm. Yes. Look, man, I saw a perform it live. I, a tear came rolling down my eye. That's, <laughs> that's, if everybody knows that that Forest Hills Drive tour, when he performed his whole album, like he was Prince or something, okay? He performed his whole album during that tour. And Wet Dreams... That's my favorite Cole song. That's my favorite Cole beat that he's produced. Okay, okay, okay. Jermaine Cole coming in at number 10. I ain't mad. I'm not mad at all. Um, My number 10 is actually someone who made your list already. Uh, mm. One third of the North Carolina-based group 
Little Brother. Um, mm. Man, this dude, his beats are so crazy. And when you realize that he was making these beats off of something called Fruity Loops. <laughs> Fruity Loops. Not He didn't have, you know, all of this high-tech stuff. He was doing beats off of something that we, honestly, personally, I had, at the time, I'd never heard of before. Uh, again, I am talking about Ninth Wonder. My man Ninth Wonder from Little Brother. Um, favorite beat from Ninth Wonder, like you said, Doug, I sh- you could pick about 10, <laughs> 10 Little Brother beats. And, <laughs> you know, you could pick a couple of here, a couple of there, you know, from Murs and everybody else in, in um, Buckwild. Um, so my favorite joint is uh, Loving It from Little Brother. So, yeah, that's that's my joint. Ninth Wonder coming in at number 10. Favorite joint, Loving It. Who you got at nine? Nine. We taking it back to the SB twelve hundred days. Okay, okay. Now you talking. Now you talking. We, we, we taking it back to the SB twelve hundred days. All right. Because now from here, we're talking about game changers, mm. innovators, the actual definition of what it means to be independent with your own group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming from a forgotten borough in New York City. Mm. People still forget about this borough, and yet they put them, and yet they put it on. Mm. But but they won't dare go to it. I'm talking about the one, the only, Prince Rakim, mm. but y'all know him as <laughs> the RZA. Yeah, <laughs> the man. RZA. Wait, can I just ask a question, Kyle? Please tell me that you had a Prince Rakim cassette tape, and I was just in this, sh- and I can get off the call right I now. I did not have a Prince Rakim tape. Oh. <laughs> but my boy <laughs> did. <laughs> okay, I'm about to say I, I feel like he was just jamming. Ooh, we love you, Rocky. No, I, I didn't have it. I didn't have it. <laughs> All right, and my favorite song from RZA. <sighs> Some would think it would be Cream, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do think it's a perfect beat, but it's not my favorite one from him. It's the song that put him up, that put the whole woo on the map. Protect your neck. Mm. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. It was gritty. It was grimy. It was dirty. It was different. It was innovative. Literally, probably the worst sound quality that a <laughs> producer could ever have. And yet, people still jam it. You hearing karate, kung fu kicks all up and down these uh, RZA tracks. And when you heard Protect Your Neck, it was like an invasion. Mm. It was like an invasion. It was like nine dudes, man. Mm. I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. I love Protect Your Neck. Bobby Digital. I, I feel you. I feel you. Okay, that's that's a strong nine, man. Um, I will say this before I give you my number nine. I think... And and I'm pretty sure I can speak for Doug when I say this. There is going to be a segment, uh, and I want everybody to listen to this. There's going to be a segment of the population, segment of the people that's listening to this podcast that will feel like everybody from nine on down, there's going to be somebody listening that will have them at one. <laughs> so there's a <laughs> Doug, where I'm going. 
there's a segment of the population that everybody that we're going to select, at least I know for me, everybody that I'm going to select from here on out, people will make a case that they're number one. So if I pick such and such at number five, there will be somebody listening to be like, no, nah, man, okay, I see you got such and such at number five, but I got him at one. Oh, and no, I, they're going to be mad at my number one. I say that unequivocally. That being said, <laughs> my number nine pick is someone that you have already picked already. Um, again, one of the members, uh, excuse me, a, a duo, hip-hop duo, out of the state of Virginia. Um, mm. Man, what can I say? There was a point in time in, 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 in this country where you could look at the Billboard charts and there were beats from this production team at like probably five of the ten slots on the on the Billboard charts. That's just how hot they were. And I, you know, I, I ain't talking sales or, or, or numbers or anything like that, but that's just what they were. These two cats, childhood friends, um, they have a sound very unique and, 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 and nobody else does music like them. I'm talking about the Neptunes. I'm talking about Chad Hugo and Pharrell Williams. The Neptunes are coming in at number nine. Uh, my favorite beat, same beat that Doug mentioned, grinding. I could make a case that the grinding beat is the greatest <laughs> beat in hip-hop history. <laughs> because you can bang that beat out at your kitchen table, at the lunchroom yes. table, on the bus seats. You can you can beatbox it in your car. You can <laughs> you can do it at your desk. It doesn't matter. And if you hear that beat, it's one of those beats where if you hear it, you will be repeating it probably for the rest of the day. So, Kyle, I shit you not. I'm 10 years old banging yes. that shit on yes. the back of a bus. You got to. All right. You got to. And I mean, <laughs> it was just, it was just that. In fact, and it still is infectious to this day. And you know, a little tidbit, when that beat dropped, there was at least 20 rappers that did a freestyle on Come on, man. somebody's mixtape to that beat because everybody wanted to jump on the grinding beat. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> what you got at eight? Number eight. You're right. Because I feel like this guy would be number one on somebody's list. I'm talking about Sean mm. Puffy Combs. Mm. Diddy comes in at number eight. Now, uh, this was so hard for me to pick because... Diddy is a legit producer, mm -hmm. all right? He From head to toe, all right? He literally finds the right rapper to write his rhymes <laughs> so that he can write his checks, right. okay? <laughs> he finds the most amazing beat makers ever. But this song makes me... It, it, it makes me say that this is Puff, and this is my favorite Puff song, and that is... I'll be missing you. Mm, okay. You know, okay. you know, I think of, you know, like you can associate Diddy with Juicy, but you can't really associate him with Hypnotize. You know, you can't really associate him, you know, with Sky's the Limit. You got to give it to the Hitman. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. But I'll be missing you. That was Puff you know break out into really going solo you know and doing his thing and i'll be missing you man 
I'll I'll do, I'll do the puffy dance every time I hear this. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I'll do the Diddy bop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's nothing funny. to me. That's yeah. Number eight, Diddy. I'll be missing you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to the police. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eight. Eight. Okay. I did mention that number nine were two cats out of Virginia. Number eight is also out of the state for lovers, the state of Virginia. Um. This guy had a crazy futuristic sound that was so infectious that not only is he known as a phenomenal hip hop producer, but when he steps into R and B, he crushes it. He crushes it as well. I mean, like like none other. I mean, he's done beats for everybody in his camp, from Aaliyah to Genuine. Missy Elliott, and then he stepped over to the hip-hop side and, of course, lace beats for cats like, you know, Jay-Z, all the way to everybody and anybody that you want to name. I'm talking about none other than the squiggly synths <laughs> and the exotic samples from a man, Timberland. Timberland is coming in at number eight. Uh, favorite joint? Mm, I gotta say Big Pimpin'. Because I remember the vibe when it first came out and how we was just running wild in the streets. Um, yeah, so that's for me, number eight, Timberland, Big Pimpin'. Timbo the King. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Timbo the King. You're at seven. Oh, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Mm-hmm. All of my all of my friends in Cali are gonna kill me with this pick. <laughs> I shit you not. They're going to come from my head. And I'm ready for it. Mm. Man, you really had me with that Timbaland pick. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to be. All right, number seven. Let's just get, let's just get to the shits. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Wow. Se- 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 you said seven? Seven. What? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to smoke? Never. <laughs> Are we still recording? <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say is this, man. We're saying, we're saying favorites, right? You just have yeah, to yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. The reason why I feel like I have to give a caveat for this. I didn't grow up. You don't. I mean, it's your seven, so that's cool. Nah, nah, man. Nah. But seriously, the reason why is because I just didn't grow up loving the G Funk era. Okay. I didn't I didn't appreciate I didn't appreciate G Funk till I was twenty five. Just being honest. Okay. And it was only one album from there was only one body of work of Dre that resonated with me. And that was the Chronic 2001. So my favorite song from him is What's the Difference? Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Is What's the Difference? Mm. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I would get some people, oh, man. Wow. Oh, oh. I just now, Doug. <laughs> Number seven, Andre Young. Okay, okay. <laughs> NWA. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, bro. Let me tell you something. That's that's <laughs> that. You know what? I knew a curveball was coming. I didn't know yes, the Clayton sir. Kershaw was coming. Jesus. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I have a curveball too, Doug. Okay. I am sure that there are some people, not a lot. There are a few people that will have this group. If you base it off of their, well, you know, I, I take that back. I'm not even going to say that. I can't say for, I can't definitively say that they would have them at number one, but they would have them in this spot or maybe even higher. Um, this group is a production team. Their music was just loud it was powerful. It was militant. It was in your face. It oh. was passionate. It oh. was rage. Like you, when you listen to their music, you had to yell. Um, they, I would say they shattered every paradigm from the eighties and the nineties because they were just that different as far as their sound. Um, they did a lot. And they help define and change a sound for the artists that they work with. And they work from everybody from Ice Cube to Bell Biv DeVoe <laughs> mm. to, uh, of course, Public Enemy. I'm talking about none other than the production team of Hank Shockley, Keith Shockley, Eric Vietnam Sadler, Gary G. Wiz, and Chuck D. I'm talking about the Bomb Squad. The Bomb Squad coming in at number seven. Favorite song, hands down. Welcome to the Terradome. Welcome to the Terradome. Man, listen. If if Welcome to the Terradome comes on and you don't want to run your head through a wall, you don't have a pulse. Man, but yeah, Man. That's, that's my seven. So, we, so both of us had curveballs, but your curveball is a little bigger than mine. But I love yes. it. I love yes, it. I love it. I love it. What you got to say, hey, man? What do we say? There's a difference between your favorite yep. and your best. There, there is. You want to come at me with the best list? Yep. The best then list. Dre is definitely. Different. Then Dre's cracking that top three. Right. Okay. That's, okay. That's feel all you, of us say. You, feel you. Favorite, not best, y'all, because I can I can feel the uh. I can hear the bar- I can hear the old man in the barbershop. <laughs> I can hear you in the barbershop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So number six. Mm. <sighs> I was very upset that you had him so low, but now that I see where your head is at, now I see that where your head is at. Mm-hmm. I let it. Go- I you know, I see it now. I'm talking about Swiss Beats. Mm. Growing up, Swiss Beats was my favorite producer of all time until Kanye West came into the game. Okay, okay. Um, Rough Riders is the beginning of my love for hip hop. Mm, makes sense. All right. Makes sense. My cousin was playing the Rough Riders Volume 2 album 
and he was staying with us, and you can hear that shit all the way from down the block, and our speakers were not that loud. <laughs> all right? He was staying with us. He was living with us, and I didn't even know we had speakers that loud. And my favorite song from Swiss Beats comes from my favorite rap group of all time, LOX, mm, The Locks, okay. with Wild Out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. Oh, Just I, love that joint. I love that joint, man. Come on. You yeah. you can't get any it literally. That is still their go-to song it when is. they perform. It is. It is. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I ain't mad at that, man. I and, and you see why. I mean, Swizz Swizz made my list. He was a little further down, but he made my list. I, I see why, and, and based on your description, I see why he is where he is on your list. Think um, about it. Early 2000s. Of course, that's no when question. I was c- no coming up. question. Um, number six for me, someone that you mentioned a little earlier. Um, from the slums of Shaolin, man. Ooh. I mean, he laced everybody in the in the clan. And he laced the clan. And I mean, like, there are people that I know that will have him at number one. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about none other than Bobby Digital, my man, the Resurrector, RZA from mm. Wu-Tang Clan coming in at number six. Favorite song. Now, this was hard trying to figure out a favorite song. I mean, because I could go win awards. I could go Daytona 500. I could go anything off the first album. But I'm going to go to the Purple Tape incarcerated Scarface. That was my shit. That was my shit. I, you couldn't tell me I wasn't Raekwon on South Carolina State's campus when I when that shit was playing. Oh! <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, my, my six, RZA, coming in at number six. All right, man. All right. Top so five. Uh, Top. This is going to be interesting. Oh. Oh. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. I see so, what you got. I see what's left of what I think you might pick. Yeah. I'm interested to see who. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, man. You just wait. Yeah. You, you just wait. Who you got at five, man? Number five. Hopefully, I will get back in the good graces of the barbershop. <laughs> I think I will. I think I will. And I'm talking about the one and the only man. Who hails from Prairie View, Texas, but he mm. so happened to um pioneer a sound that white people uh overuse now. I'm talking about the boom bap. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Arguably the greatest, one of the greatest producer duo, rapper duos of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, man. DJ Premier, number five. Mm. Mm. Some people might think that's kind of low. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Look yeah, at this. I ain't mad. I'm not mad at all. Not mad at all. And my favorite song from him, New York State of Mind. Oh, yes, yes. New York State of Mind. I, it's Primo has, I, it still baffles me how a dude from Texas literally pioneered an entire New yeah, York set. Yeah, it baffles the hell out of me. He's not from New York, y'all. He's not from New York. He did <laughs> right? It. He did it. And he 
and he literally built that New York sound mm. Mm. that is today. Yes, sir. All yes, the scratches, sir. the piano flips. Come on, man. That's primo, man. Come on. Mm. Yeah. Um. Wow. My number five. This dude, to me, literally came out of nowhere. Like, when we heard him, we weren't sure of who he was. And it was an interesting time because this was the, I want to say, mid to late 90s. And I think I heard his music before I saw who he was. And I saw his name, and I thought his name was Kane. Um, he signed to Rockefeller. He was mm. an in-house producer. And lo and behold, the dude, we found out the dude could actually rap. But his production <laughs> chopped up, sped up samples. The early, the early stuff, when he called himself the Louis Vuitton Don. Mm. Man, listen. Chi-Town's on. Come on, man. Mm. Kanye West, man. Mm. Kanye West. Now I might think Kanye a goddamn fool right now, but we talking, we talking music. We talking about his personality. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and there's there's a slew of people who will have Kanye as number one, and I ain't mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. Mm. Um, you know, we can feel how we want to feel about him and his politics, or him and his an- antics, or. Whether or not the boy got his head on straight. And I, personally, I don't think he's been well since his mom passed. Yes. That being said, the music, and I'll be honest, I don't even really rock with like the stuff he's made over the last five, six, seven years. But that yeah. early stuff? Come on, man. Bruh. Come on, he, man. He could, put, he could put his early Rockefeller work along with his discography up against just about anybody's and win. Um, but anyway, my, my favorite, and it was, to be honest, kind of hard picking a favorite Kanye song. Um, my favorite Kanye album is College Dropout, which I think is his best album. Yep. But my favorite song to listen to from Kanye, ironically, is uh, Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Which is off the graduation not, album. That is a really great song, man. I love that joint, man. I lo- it 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 is very. I call it cinematic, and Kanye will you know at least you know his earlier stuff. He would give you those type of songs that were, you know, had this really really big buildup. I mean, Jesus Walks is another song. Which I think you know you can make a case that Jesus Walks is one of the, you know, premier hip hop songs of that era and you know of the generation you know so yes you can i mean because that was literally a gospel rap song that was a number one chart topper that got played in the clubs so yeah man I, I'm, I'm not gonna keep going on kanye west number five for me diamonds from sierra leone is the track kanye coming in at number five we got All four right. what you at where you get where you at dog Here's another. This ain't, this one ain't a curveball. This is what we call a knuckleball right here. Okay, okay. This is what we call a knuckleball. I, I think I know who it is. I don't think you do. I, I th- promise you. I if think you, I th- 
Yeah, I'm doing the numbers. I, I think I do, but go ahead. Because we talking favorites, not best. Yes, we talking favorites. Okay. So this man, he's produced my favorite Jadakiss songs. Mm. This man, sidebar, when I was sneaking around at 12 years old watching BT Uncut, mm. he, I saw him alongside one of the greatest rappers to come out of Queensbridge. Mm. Goes by the name of Prodigy. Mm. And now he's quiet, but you still feel his presence. I'm talking about the one, the only, number four, The Alchemist. Mm. Yes. Not what I expected, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that was a little knuckler. That yeah, was, that was knuckler. a knuckle. That was a knuckle, but, but that was a good knuckle. Man, Alchemist is cold. Damn, let he's cold. You, let me tell you something. My favorite song from him of all time is Hold You Down. Mm. <laughs> yes. And I say that because oh, I... Rest in peace, Prodigy, man. I remember watching them make that beat on mm. beat uncut. Wow. The, the little clip is a clip on YouTube where it shows prodigy, you know, where alchemist was literally playing around with that beat that holds you down. Mm -hmm. And prodigy was like, now nah, just loop that. And mm. he just started writing it. And he like spit his whole verse, you know, right then and there. It was magic. It was, I didn't know what I was witnessing at the time. And every time I play that song, especially when I was on the campus of Grambling State University, mm -hmm. while everybody else was playing Lil Boosie <laughs> and Waka Flocka Flame, they didn't want to give Doug the ox, okay? They didn't want to give me the ox, I I was like, nah, I'm going to play this uh, song with this white producer mm -hmm. from Beverly Hills, California. Wow. With this very, very raw and rugged rapper from Queensbridge and these pair of twins from New York City who so happen to be Puerto Ricans. People in the South don't even know what a Puerto Rican is unless you're in Miami, <laughs> man. Come on, dog. Come on, man. We know Puerto Ricans, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Because the food out there, sheesh. You know, Mexican food, Hispanic food out down South. Unless you're in Florida, baby. Watch out. Yeah, but Alchemist. That's a little different. Alchemist, man, I think he is criminally underrated. I don't think he gives the gets the respect that we deserve. You know, we got all for the love, you know, with the locks that he did. We going to make it. Like, literally, I could have picked one of those two, but Hold You Down is very sentimental. It's very near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alchemist, number four, Hold You Down. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. Impressive, my brother. Um we're at number four. My number four. <laughs> my number four. I gotta take it to the boom bap. I mean, I'm a huge fan of boom bap rap. And this dude, man, he brought us so much dope music and it still is making dope music to this day he had like this obscure jazz music that he would throw in soul funk all of that was sampled into his music 
and he's been doing this since day one. Uh, I remember him debuting with his partner, C.L. Smooth. I'm talking about none oh. other than oh. New York City's own Peter Phillips, better known oh. as Pete Rock. Oh. My number four, Pete Rock. Favorite song, Doug, you already know because we talked about on, it on your podcast, The World Is Yours by Nas. Oh. Yeah, that's my number four, Pete Rock. The world is yours. I just want to say, y'all, favorites, not best. Because people literally, I, I did a separate list of my of the <laughs> best ones. And Pete Rock literally is on number four. For okay, me. okay. Oh, I, look. Oh, man. Literally, the greatest story that was ever told on Wax mm. was next to Pete Rock. And peace smooth with they reminisce. That's mm. literally the greatest story that's ever been told, in my opinion. There you go. But um, so we're at number three. Number three. This is when I knew we were gonna be in trouble. All right, mm-hmm. because my number three was like your number nineteen, mm. <laughs> or like your number eighteen. Mm. Literally, there was there was Kanye West, right? Mm-hmm. Who I believe. Saved New York rap, saved Rockefeller Records after Jay-Z made that terrible song known as Sunshine. <laughs> you know, and then there was another producer um, who literally ran studios in uh, Rockefeller Camp. Mm. He has given us Dipset. Mm. He's given us all of State Prop. Mm. And of course, of course, Jay Z, of course, Ho. Of course, of course. I'm talking about oh, and um, my not my favorite. Yes, my favorite mixtape rapper of all time, Saigon. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm talking about Just Blaze. Hey, Justin Blaze. Just Blaze is at number three. Just Blaze and the Blazettes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and. It's also the same as you. Exhibit C is my favorite okay, Just Blaze. Okay, okay, okay. Now all. we got something in common. Okay. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's, I was literally listening to it all morning long today. Wow. Exhibit C is one of those joints that when you play it, you got to play it again. Like it's, it's, it, You're not going to just listen to it one time. Literally, literally. You can. God. I, for years I, I, we, we had nothing else to play because Jay Electronica wasn't ever that coming. That was it. Out. That was it. Jay Electronica was never was coming it. out. We was like, this is like, bro, you, Kyle, you gotta think about this for B. I'm literally stuck in Boosie country. Right. Okay, I'm stuck in Boosie and Webby country wow. in 2012 in college, wow. losing about to pull my hair out. Literally watching people call Waka Flocka the greatest rapper of all time. All right. Literally watching people talk about Hurricane Chris like he's the second hey, coming to, hey, to Jesus. <laughs> and then I turn on MTVU. I know they didn't have that back in your time, but we had oh, MTVU wow. where we was discovering, you know, the stuff. Okay. And I heard this song and I wanted to cry because I was just like, there is a God. Hip hop still alive. We, there is hope. There is hope. Exhibit C, like literally, it's a perfect, it's one of those perfect hip hop songs, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. 
like New York State of Mind is a perfect hip hop song. They reminisce is a perfect hip hop song. Uh, Can't live out my radio is a perfect hip hop mm-hmm. song, you know. And Just Blaze and the Blazettes come in at number three with okay. exhibits. Okay, man, can't go wrong with that. Um, I'm looking at the list here. All right, doesn't look like we're gonna have. No, no, no. Don't look like we're going to match. Um, My number three, from decade after decade after decade, this dude is giving you hits. He's giving classic songs. He's giving you anthems. He's, you know, helped produce some of the greatest acts from N.W.A. to Ice Cube, Mm. Snoop, Mm. 50 Cent, Eminem. Mm. Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Come on, man. Straight out of Compton. My man, Dr. Dre, coming in at number three. He's going to be number one on a lot of people's list. Uh, and my favorite joint, man, is nothing but a G thing. I mean, that's that's still my joint to this day, man. It still bangs to this day. Uh, yeah, so at number three, I have Dr. Dre. All right, man. Number, Number two. All right. What you gonna do? Oh, 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 I'm gonna get very, I'm gonna get biased on y'all now, man. Okay. I'm, I'm going. Because there's somebody out there that you haven't picked mm-hmm. that if you don't pick them on this pick, they're not gonna make your list. And I'm gonna be very surprised that they don't make your list. <laughs> Come here. Where about from? <laughs> Windy City. All right. You from the Windy City. You from the All right. Shy City. You feel me? Northside Doug. That's what they call you. You from the Northside. Literally, side. dog. Literally. All right. Let me tell you something about this man. You know, the Bible says um that you should not worship false idols. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this man, I idolized this man. Mm. I dressed like this man. I tried to rap like this man. <laughs> I I remember when Fruity Loop came out and I tried to make beats like this man. Okay? I wanted to be Kanye West. Mm. Alright? I wanted to be Kanye West. He he fall. He comes in at number two. Mm. Wow. I, you know, like, yes, Chicago had common and Twister. All right. Fun fact, y'all. Twister was the first artist signed to Loud Records. Wow. That's all I, I gotta know say. That. That's all I gotta say. It didn't work, <laughs> but he was, you know, Steve Rifkin signed him first. All right, before the Woo. Just gotta say that for the record. All right. Before the blue, before Big Pun and Fat Joe, before Dead Press, it was twisted. All right, but come on, man. Mm. When Kanye, he just said, "Yo, I can rap, I can rap." All right, people think that it was Jay that discovered Ye, but it was Dame. Mm-hmm. It was Dame. Yep. But Dame said, "No, nah, nigga, make these fire beats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna do." Right. And my favorite Kanye West song of all time is from a song that I listened to from my grandmother that he sampled and it pissed off my entire family Mm. because we 
my family is Shaka Khan fans. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so my favorite Kanye song of all time is Through yeah. the Wire. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I can tell you exactly where I was, what time of day it was when I first heard this song. And I said, Chicago, we have a ride, goddammit. <laughs> sit, sit down, New York. Down, LA. Sit down, Atlanta. Chicago, we are here. Literally, everybody, Common. All right. He he. Re- how do you revamp Common's career? And Common already could could have finished after two thousand. Like water for chocolate. All right. He didn't have to do. He didn't have to do another album after that. How you do it with Twister? Mm-hmm. Come on, mm-hmm. man. He gave us John Legend. Yes. All right. He gave us John Legend. All right. He's given us. He's revamped Pusha T's career. Come on, man. The diff- the legit difference between a producer and a beat maker. Mm. All right? God. Jay-Z, you're welcome. All right? That's all I have to say. Welcome. And, and, and well, just wait till you see who I got number uh, one. Because Jay-Z's going to be thinking of, Jay-Z just needs to thank Chicago. Mm. Yes. Kanye West, number two, Through the Wire. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Interesting. Um, man, my number two guy that you mentioned a little earlier. Uh, a lot of people, more than enough people that are listening to this podcast, are gonna have him at one. This guy came from Texas. Woo! Came from Texas. Went. To New York City, teamed up with his boy from Boston, and they from formed Boston, a group. Called, yeah, they formed a group called Gangstar. Um, I'm Gangstar. talking about Premier, Premier, DJ Premier. I mean, he rewrote the rules of hip hop when it came to scratching and infusing jazz and just everything. I mean, he influenced everybody from Tribe to Dilla to the Roots to everybody man and i mean like his production style is very distinct is very unique he has blessed everybody from nas to biggie to mop most deaf i mean honestly it's too many to mention my man dj premiere coming in at number two for me uh favorite track I know I'm supposed to pick one, but I had to pick two because I love both of these tracks together. Uh, Unbelievable by Biggie and what Doug mentioned, New York State of Mind from the Nas. So, yeah, New York State of Mind from Nas and Unbelievable from Biggie. And they are both from my number two pick, DJ Premier. So this leaves us this leaves us at number one. I'm pretty sure that I know what your number one is. I I I had no idea that he would make number one for you. Uh but he said <laughs> he said favorites, not best. Yes, but, he did. Um yeah, man. I I'm 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 not surprised that he's on your list. I'm surprised he's this high, but why don't you tell everybody who, who your number one is? Because I'm, Yo, I'm sure there's probably at least 750,000 
892 people listening right now that don't know who your number one is, but I do. My number one producer, my favorite producer of all time, is the reason why Kanye West is Kanye West. Mm. Backstory. Back Talk to him. Kanye West, he was a young, he, he, was, cra- he was always crazy, all right? He cursed out a record exec in Atlanta and um, he got kicked out, you know, because that record exec so happened to be Jermaine Dupri's dad, you know? And his mom was like, yo, you need some you need some guidance. You need some mentorship. So, so his mom linked him up with this humble dude, mm-hmm. humble man. Taught him how to sample. Mm-hmm. Taught him how to make beats. Fast forward to 2016. I want to say he revitalized. He changed. He helped Jay Z change the rules of hip hop mm-hmm. in terms of if you're old, you're washed. But after, <laughs> but after that album came out. It got different, did it not? Did mm-hmm. it not? Yeah. All of us, all all of a sudden, Pusha T gives us a great album. I'm talking about 444, the man behind 444, because Jay Z called him at 444 and said, "Hey, let's get in the booth. <laughs> Look, Chicago's very own, no ID. Yes. Yes." No I stay true idea. to my guns. I, I had to be honest with myself. I had to be real. Because Kyle was, you know, Kyle had me nervous. <laughs> Kyle had me nervous with this list. And I was like, oh, I, do I got Dre too low? And I said, no, nah, man, go with your heart. There you go. There go, you go with your heart. Because he gave us Mac Miller. He gave us Mac. He gave us logic. Yeah. He gave us Snow Allegra and Kanye West. Okay. All of all of Common's best albums come from come are No ID Productions. Uh, I'll say it again. I'll say it again. If it wasn't No ID, <laughs> it wasn't for No ID, and I'll throw Kanye in for B and Finding Forever. Uh, you know, I'll give. No, here, here's where but, I disagree. Um, but but that direction in that like come on that like water mm-hmm. who who produced like water for chocolate? Hold on, I might be getting that wrong wrong. But that okay. resurrection. Okay. <laughs> but that resurrection. But that resurrection. Yeah, I'm sorry. man. I'm, love resurrection and the light. Come on, man. Look. Who produced the right. light? Look, he was behind <laughs> it all. All right, everybody did it together. He did, but he didn't right? produce the light. He didn't produce. The light. Everybody was together. I know it was Jay, but everybody was together in my mind. He just did it all during that time. Yeah. All right, but you're right. That's a Dilla joint. Yeah. All right, I know. I know hip hop heads. Right. I know hip hop. Yeah, I know you know. I'll mess with you. Uh, yeah, but so that's your number you know. one. No, no ID is my favorite. ID. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. No ID. Before I tell you my number one, No ID was, I, I told you how I started writing a list, and No ID was on my original list. 
And as I started, you know, kind of windling it, doing it down, I he ended up at like 21. And so I was mad because it's like, damn, I want him on here. And I really wanted him, not because, you know, because you were anything. Like, I just, I like his his style and his flow and how everything. And he doesn't make bad beats at all. So, and everything mm. seems to be catered toward whoever whoever's rhyming on whatever he's he's making. But um, he just didn't make the cut for me. Um, but I knew, I knew he would be on your list. And as you mm-hmm. were you know listing them off and i'm I'm looking when we got inside of 10 i'm like oh so we going there he in, he in your top 10 i was like, okay <laughs> so <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't saying anything but i was making taking kind of like a mental note um yes sir nah, I'm, I'm not mad at that at all not mad at that at all again favorites not best um yes my number one does appear on your list and there are some people that'll probably be scratching their head as to why my number one isn't number two and not number one. And my number two isn't number one, but we said favorites. There is no other producer that I think, and, and to be honest, depending on the day, I could say that he's my favorite and I think he's the best. And, you know, I, I, I can, I can down that hill. Um, this dude, man, he 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 did a lot in a very short span of time. I mean, he had his own group. He worked with groups like a tribe called Quest. He had his own crew within the tribe called Quest called Uma with Q-Tip and Ali Shaheed Muhammad. Uh, did work with Farside, Common, De La Soul. Then, as we moved into the 2000s, worked with The Roots, Common, Erica Badu, countless others. Um, I think Ghostface, Snoop. <sighs> and unfortunately, this man left us uh, in 20, 2006. 2006. Yep. Um, in fact, he's got a birthday coming up at the time of this recording. Um uh. Happy he, Dylan Day. Yeah, man. He he passed away at the tender age of 32 from a rare blood disease caused by lupus. And but he's always got music and beats, and he made so much music that like I don't I don't even know how much. I mean, like people have estimated how much music he still has, you know, left. He still has like years and years of albums left of material that has yet to be released um and the last thing i'll say about him is that this man created an album on his deathbed come on man i mean i don't know anybody that would be in a hospital (laughs) with a keyboard and an mp3 banging out beats with IVs and all kind of stuff hooked up to it. Legendary. I mean, I'm talking about none other than James Yancey, a.k.a. J.D., a.k.a. J. Dilla. Um, that's my dude, man. I mean, I, I'm backpack, boom bap, whatever you want, he's going to give it to you. I mean, like you said, from he could make a song like The Light 
from Common to a joint with Erica Badu. Like, didn't you know? Um, don't know what you got till it's gone by Janet Jackson. To, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite joint from Dilla is and always will be Climax. And mm-hmm. Climax is one of those joints I remember. <laughs> this was during the file sharing days. And <laughs> somebody sent me the instrumental of Climax. And Doug, I kid you not, this is the only time I've ever done this. I listened to Climax, just the instrumental, 15 straight times. Just He does that to you. I just I I and I I just remember sitting at my computer and I could not get my wife was calling, hey, hey, come and eat dinner. I could not get up from the computer because I was mesmerized by that sound of and, and it it blew me away. And I remember recording it, putting it on tape, putting the tape in my little tape deck and listening to it on a loop and going to sleep. That particular song. Dilla Man's crazy. I mean, I, I again, when I when I listen to his albums and his songs and I and I wonder like I wish I could, you know, I wish he was he was still here so you could talk to him and say like like what made you make that sound to make that sound like that because <laughs> no, nobody can re- can replicate his stuff that's no, the crazy part about him you can't i mean again the donuts album literally was done as he was and i don't even i mean we don't know if he knew he was dying he went to sleep and didn't wake up but he literally completed that album on his deathbed and um yeah man that's that's my number one man jd J. dilla uh, favorite song climax. So that completes our top twenty favorite hip hop producers. Um, yeah, we can we can get into some. Um, you you mentioned something about uh some honorable mentions, man. Who 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 do you have for some of your honorable mentions? Well, before I get into that, I forgot to say my favorite uh no ID song. Oh, oh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I was just getting so excited, you know, for this intro. You know, for the buildup. Long story short, my favorite No ID song is one that you all might not have heard. It's called We Can Do It Now. Mm. Um, I've broken this song down on my podcast. It has, it is so chicago out, and it doesn't even have Kanye West on it. It has Common, <laughs> Lupe Fiasco, and Jennifer Hudson. It's mm. blues. It's Chicago. You, you can hear the Buddy Guy influence. You can hear Lupe giving us his triple entendres. And you can give, and you can hear Jennifer Hudson giving us her soul in common, just doing his good old fashioned hopeful bars because he's a hopeful nigga. I like, <laughs> you know, I like the angry Kanye. You right. know, I like the borrow for a dollar Kanye and the resurrection Kanye. But yeah, you know, that's all. We can do it now. No ID. Now, in terms of my honorable mentions, mm-hmm. see, now it was really hard for me to leave Tim Timbaland off this list. Wait, what? Was, Tim was not on the list. Yo, I didn't say that. And and I do and I did that because wow. I love Timbaland's R&B work more okay. than his rap. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. I love everything that he's done with Aaliyah. I love everything that he's done with Justin Timberlake. 
Mm-hmm. And I love everything that he's done with genuine and mm. like you could you can count Missy, you know what I'm saying, as like hip hop. You know, I think she's hip hop, but I look at Tim as like somebody who transcends hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, with his music. He was on there. If we're talking real West Coast, mm-hmm. DJ Battle Cat. Mm. If we're talking real West Coast, like holla at me for my best list. We'll have a different conversation. <laughs> <but> <laughs> if we're talking, if we're talking West Coast, West Coast, Battle Cat definitely. Um, if we're talking this generation, um, Jaleel Beats. Mm. He he produced um, Bobby Schmurders, Hot Nigga. Oh um, yes. yes. Meek Mill's House Party. Um, and he remixed, he did a fantastic, and I and I don't like remix these days, but he did a really great remix of Anderson Pack's Come Down. Okay. Um, you know, you drank up all my liquor now. What I'm supposed to do now. He did an amazing remix to that. And I don't really, and I'm not down for remixes these days. You know, that's not where the game is at anymore. Literally a remix is you find the hottest person and you throw them on the track, you know. Right. But I like that. Uh, somebody else, the Hitman. Mm, okay. It really hurt me to leave the Hitman out off the list because I was like, should I throw the Hitman on the on the 20? I was like, oh, but that's Puff. You know, oh, that, that's D-Dot. I love D-Dot, you know. <laughs> All about the Benjamins. Yeah. How to rob, you know. That's an honorable mention. Um, Another honorable mention that I had was Static Sector. Mm. I think um, he's making some really great music right now, but nobody's paying him any attention. Um... Organized Noise was definitely on that yes, list. Yes. Jermaine Dupree was definitely on that list, but I put him more in the R&B, you know, section. Mm-hmm. A lot of these producers that I left off this list, I look at them as more as R&B. Right. And that's really, even though Tim really did give us a lot of hopes, and, and you know, he's like, holds, you know, when Jay-Z goes to the booth, he grabs Timbaland, you know, Pharrell, Rick Rubin and Kanye and Swiss, and he just makes music from there, and sometimes ninth. But mm-hmm. yeah, I did that, and it was another guy that I had on the list. Khaled almost didn't make the list, and then I had to listen. <laughs> and then I really had to listen, man. I really had to listen. And I was like, no, I love it. I love Khaled's work. I really do. And um, oh, here we go. Honorable mention. Uh. He's not really, uh, I don't look at, he's technically not a producer, but I love what he does with TDE Okay. in terms of just enraging songs and being an A&R, but I just look at him as a producer, even though he's not Punch. Okay. You know, I think he really, he just knows how to find the right songs for TDE and he does miss, you know, and, uh, ah, here we go. Terrace Martin. Oh. Couldn't think of his name. Terrace. Terrence yeah, Martin. Man. Love Terrence Martin. That's, those are my honorable mentions. Okay, okay. Um, 
man, my honorable mentions uh, kind of run the gamut of the differences in um, ages as far as time frames are concerned. Uh, I've got some old and I've got some new, and, and in, they're in particular order. Uh, a couple of them that you named, uh, Justice League, phenomenal. Um, who else? Uh, oh, J. Cole, obviously. Uh, very, very underrated producer. Uh, Trick Masters. Neither one of us named the track. Mm. Uh, they had a they had a very signature sampled sound uh, in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Alchemist. He was another one that I had on my list, and he and both he and No ID, they they got bumped off, man. And if we, <laughs> if we, <laughs> it's funny because when I was doing the list, I was like. I, I didn't really want, I, I couldn't find a place for Alchemist and No ID. And I started being like, man, maybe we should make the 25. Like, nah, fuck that. Because 25, <laughs> 25 is easier, you know what I mean? So um, so we didn't do that. And um, the, uh, good night. I'll see you in the morning. Love you. Um, my daughter's checking in on me. Um, the, uh, but yeah, I started to be like, let's let's make it twenty five. I'm like, nah, okay, we'll we'll just we'll 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 keep it at twenty. And so, but yeah, I, I wanted Alchemist on there. Um, who else? Prince Paul, Prince ah. Paul, the legendary ah. Prince Paul. You know him from his work with De La Soul. Uh, he made an honorable mention list. Um, Mad Lib was another one. Madlib was Madlib was one of the when like I said I started by writing the names down. Madlib was one of the first names I wrote down. Um, he's an honorable mention. Eminem, uh, LP. Interesting. LP. Ah, yes. LP. Um, I got Puff and and Jermaine Dupri. Uh, much like you, I think I really associate Jermaine Dupri more R and B, even though he he's Obviously, Silso so Def is a you know rap label, but you know I I more associate Jermaine Dupri, and I never call him JD. I don't know why people. There's only one JD, so anybody oh, call Jermaine Dupri, okay. oh. anybody call Jermaine Dupri, JD, stop it. And I know I'm in Atlanta, and you know that's where he's from. <laughs> people, people around here call him nah, JD in Atlanta, huh? Let him know. Let him know. Yeah, I remember the first time I went to a party. It's like, yeah, JD coming through. I was like, JD, JD dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know who this little dude is, <laughs> but um, uh, who else? Uh, Easy Mo B. Mm. Easy Mo B had a nice sound um in the nineties. Uh, Bink. Um, Ooh, Bink was tough. Bink. Ooh, Kanye's ghost dancer. You mean? <laughs> uh, Apollo Brown. Um. Mm. Uh, and the last couple of ones I have written down here, um, DJ Mustard, man, Mustard, Soundwave, Mike <sighs> Will made it, and Zaytoven. Mm, yeah, I I was hurting when I left out Wonder and uh, Hit Boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I forgot I was, about Hit Boy. I but I just feel Hit Boy. He could he wouldn't make this, but I forgot about him as far as honorable mention. He's got he's got some. He just stuff. hasn't done a, he just hasn't done enough for me yet. That's 
that's my gripe with Hit Boy. And you know but what? To yeah. be honest, if 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 we're being honest, it's just like anything else. When you when you make it into a um a type of top twenty list, it's probably easier if you do it by you know, the years or whatever like that. Because as you can tell, the music and the sound change so much over a period of time. So while and I, it's not to say that I didn't expect, you know, Rick Rubin to make your list. Right. Rick Rubin came through in my era, so Rick was gonna he, make my list. You you would have he to smash the eighties. Yeah, exactly. You would have to go you would have to go way back really to get into Rick. And it's not to say that you couldn't because you know, some mm-hmm. stuff and I listed some of the stuff that he did with Run DMC. I mean, that stuff is just it's just classic stuff. But you yes. know, some of it I'm not saying you had to have been around during that time, but to have a level of appreciation to put them on your favorites, you know, I, I don't know too many tw- 29 people that are going to say Rick Rubin. Cause I mean, literally some of his best work happened before you were born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not, you know, that you couldn't I, go back and listen to it, but it's just, it's a different vibe. I know. I tell people all the time, if my dad, my dad introduced me to rock hymns. So what does that mean? That means my hip hop knowledge stops at 89. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like 88, 89 ish. Right. right. You know, and that's saying and, a lot because there are so many kids, I don't want to say kids, so many people your age of your generation that didn't have parents that would say, hey, listen to this or hey, let me put you on this. You know, if you if you had never said Eminem was your favorite rapper, who knows? We might not be having this conversation. You know, we might not <laughs> even. You we know what I'm saying? So you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah man. It, like it's uh, it, it's it's always interesting. Um, I I, I don't. I, I'm looking at your list. There's nobody on here that I have. I, I I'm not even mad at Puff. I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't put Puff because Puff is more of a coordinator. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's definitely more of a producer than he is a beat maker. And we know he has, like you said, in-house ghost producers. Um, um, Khaled was a guy. I wouldn't put Khaled on my list, but I understand why and where he's he's located. Um, I was glad to see Eric B make your list. <laughs> You got me with how the hell I forget Cool and Dre. Cool and Dre at the very least should be on my um my um honorable mention. But yeah, Justice League. I love Justice League. Yeah. Literally live instruments, you know, like for real in Justice League, they got it in term for this generation. Man, you let me know. say something. Justice League is one of those teams that I think if they had been, you know in the 80s they could have fit they would have manufactured a sound that would have fit the 80s they would have manufactured a sound that would have fit the 90s and i think you know some of ross's best stuff is justice stuff i think all of it is and people talk about well yeah you know rick ross know how to pick beats no he's got that production team is flawless you know i mean and they and as much credit as they get i don't think they get enough credit to be honest yes Um, yes but they yeah. definitely ushered in a sound that um you know is is really and it it changes and it fits whatever he's rapping about like it, it it's a perfect mesh i think did you have marley mall 
Yeah, yeah. Marley Mall was twelve. Yeah. I had Marley at twelve. I figured that. I was. I, I was. I could, I could not leave. I Marley was just. I, I, was, <laughs> I figured that because I, I just remember I was like, he gonna have Marley in there somewhere. Oh yeah, gotta have Marley somehow. I mean, yeah. I, Marley gets on there if nothing else for Eric B. Rockham and Jingling Baby. <laughs> 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 That those, yeah, those will earn you a, a, a honorable mention if nothing else. But um, yeah, I, I I was also really conflicted with Scott Storch, you know, because literally Storch has played because I wanted to put uh, my favorite Dre song. Um, what is it? Still D.R.E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I, I did that. But I can't not think of Storch, you know, in those pianos. Well, you, you remember, know? he did a lot of stuff when he was a member of The Roots. He produced some of the stuff for The Roots as well. So, yes, he and and to be honest, man, Scott Storch had a run, man. Think about he did what? Lean Back. Um, yes. Well, it was another. He had a couple uh, of Queen stuff. Bitch. Yeah. Lil Kim. He has he has some smashes, man. He I'm pretty sure he's going to end up on a lot of people's list. Yes, Storch is. Uh, that was hard for me. Yeah, that I was remember scary. seeing him when he was a member of the Roots. I'm like, who's this white boy? He's bad though, man. He's bad for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, any anything before we get out of here, uh, and you know, we can tell people where they can find you. Any anything else? Anything that was surprising about my list or your list or just, um, I was I just couldn't literally my top. What was it? My top, you had, when you started off the gate by putting Just Blaze and Swiss Beats <laughs> at like 18 and 19, I said, boy, we about to have ourselves yeah, some. Yeah, man. <laughs> we about to have ourselves some fun over here because Just Blaze, man, you got to remember, Just Blaze and Swiss Beats, they were literally, oh, and I wanted to put Irv to Gotti. You know, um, on my list because when I think of Just Blaze and Swiss Beats, I think of that three headed battle that was between Rockefeller, Rough Riders, and Murder Inc., where everybody was selling at least, at least a million copies per album, mm-hmm. you know, and uh. I just, I just couldn't believe that they were that low on your list, but I was mm-hmm. like, this is, I was like, I was like, I got it. I just told myself, remember the generation gap, you know, hold true to that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hold true, you know, cause this is more of a, cause once we started getting into five, mm-hmm. you know, you could tell that it was more sentimental, mm-hmm. you know, it was more sentimental, especially for me, you know, like. All of that, Just Blaze, Alchemist, Premier, Swiss, that's all of my childhood. Oh, no question. That's me, 9 and 10 years old. No question. Uh, just being scared to death out <laughs> of You know, being scared to death out of the locks. I just thought the locks was like the craziest group I've ever seen. You know, like you got this really tall dude and these two short, scrappy dudes just ready to go. Yeah. And they, and their producer so happens to be harder than all of them. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Swiss beats. He so happens to be harder than every single last one of them. And I was like, wow, he really has them that low. 
I thought I was gonna mess you up by throwing in Metro Boomin in there. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I knew that Metro Boomin and I, well, not Metro Boomin. I knew Mustard was gonna make your list. I wasn't sure where Mustard was gonna make your list. Yeah. I thought Soundwave might make your list. Nah. Um, but I was like, okay. And and for me, when I was creating my list, I went. What I did was once I narrowed down my twenty, I I looked at the list and I said. Okay, who is at 10? And I wrote down number 10, which for me was Ninth Wonder. And I was like, okay, so once once I wrote down number 10, I could kind of figure out who would go above, who would go beneath. Um <laughs> and, you know, Bomb Squad was the was the the tricky one because it's so sentimental because Public Enemy Public Enemy is one of my favorite hip hop groups of all time. And their sound and more importantly the stuff that they did with Ice Cube for America's Wanted was a game changer because everybody was on that West Coast sound and nobody, this was Ice Cube's solo album, right? And nobody yes. knew how it was going to sound. And you know, there was rumblings about you know him being dissed by N.W.A. And, you know, back then, nobody went solo from a rap crew. Like, you you would go solo if you were Diana Ross and the Supremes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. If you were an R&B, yeah, if you were, you could be Bobby Brown and leave New Edition. You didn't leave a group. You know, you either stay together or y'all just fell off together. And for Ice Cube to leave. Damn, that's crazy. And for him to go to the East Coast and get with the Bomb Squad and for ha- to have America's Most When It Sound the way that it sounded, was crazy, but yeah, the bomb squad was kind of like the, the the wild card that I was gonna kind of figure out where it was gonna be. But I, I started at ten, and I knew that our top ten probably would have some overlaps. I didn't think that we would we would each one, but um, I just I started by the time when you started counting it down, when no ID wasn't at fifteen. I just I was like, okay, let me look and see where no ID is gonna be. And you kept talking. Oh, okay, well no ID. Okay, he's not in his top top fifteen. Oh, he's in the top. T- oh, he's in the top ten. And then I looked again, and you said something. And when you when you when you had premiere at five, I like, oh, so no ID's at two. <laughs> and then when you said Kanye, I was like, okay, so no ID's at one. <laughs> yeah man literally and you had me dying uh pick q-tip because i thought she was talking about uh dilla you mm-hmm. know yeah yeah <laughs> I, I had to i had to get q-tip in there that's my that's my dude man that's my yeah dude. I, I i love tip i do yeah. but um you know it, it, that 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 former backpack, it just didn't, <laughs> you know, like, I get it. I really do get it. I really do get it. I really do get it, you know, and I will never deny his genius, mm-hmm. but yeah. It was a, it was but I had time, to get RZA in there, man. Oh, no question. No, I mean. Because I was making the list, and I was like, wait, RZA's not in here. Trust, trust me, bro. I was like, it's, I was it's like a where's of people that will have RZA at one. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his, and I remember, uh, and I don't know if you saw it, or those of you listening um, saw it, the when they did the verse with him and Premiere, and yes. I'm thinking on on paper, I'm like, oh man, Premiere about to get Riz out of here. <laughs> nope, dude. If Rizza had that sound right, bro, Rizza started playing stuff. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. They that okay. Ghostface man. 
people forget, man, when when the Wu Tang was slowing down, it was it was that supreme clientele that put the Wu back on top yeah, for man, a minute because it was, always delivers, man. Always it was, delivers. It was shaky. People forget how shaky it was. People were kind of doubting the Wu. You know, but then when Wizard gave when Rizza gave uh us Supreme clientele, mm. Mm. Man, he was like, never doubt the Rizzo. Oh, you can't never doubt him. Can't, never can't doubt him out. or Wu. Can't count him out at all. Well, man, it's about time for us to get out of here. Before we get out of here, Doug, tell the people where they can find you. Yes, sir. So, um, again, thank you, Kyle, for having me, man. Oh, this no shit problem, was fun. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Got the Got to enjoy myself, talk some mess. So yeah, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Northside Doug. You can listen to the Struggle Play podcast every Mondays. Um, it's where I break down a hip hop or R and B song that really exemplifies an artist's passion, pain, pleasure, ambition. Like they literally have to sing or rap like it's their last meal. You know, some of the songs that I've broken down. Um, me and Kyle and the and the homie Jay, mm-hmm. we did um, Outcast, um, Elevators. I've done Tupac's Pain. Most recently, I just did MOPs, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I do her. I love her. You know what I'm saying? Um, every Monday is when my episodes comes out. Thursdays as well is when I do bonus episodes. I got another bonus episode coming out on Thursday as well, man. And um, yeah, you can follow the Struggle Play podcast on Twitter as well struggle underscore plate and instagram at the struggle plate podcast no doubt no doubt well you guys have been listening long enough you know where to find me uh this podcast the 12 kyle podcast drops every thursday at midnight um make sure that you subscribe to the podcast you can find it on any podcast reader uh that you get podcasts for free and the reason why i say subscribe is because from time to time this year i will be dropping bonus content though usually drop on sundays when i do uh, so make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, that's going to do it for us. So for my man, Doug, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Five G's. Uh- <laughs> Gia. <laughs>